Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, well, we've got a friend in studio, Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live. She's joining us to tell us all of this stuff that she learned while she was up close and personal at the new American Idol on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And our friend Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Ooh, I love being here. It's so good to have you. you. And usually you're here because you've got some inside scoop. And now you've got more inside scoop. And I was alerted to this uh, when I got the chance to co-host last week, I think it was. And you were fresh off uh, a trip to to see how uh, the new version of Idol is going down. And you were explaining in the break what you actually got to witness. So can you explain Mm -hmm. for the listeners, like at what point in the process of the new American Idol, which by the way, aired last night, Colleen watched it. Um, what part of the process you actually got to to see? So I got to go to a top secret audition down in Savannah, Georgia. Mm. Uh, It was so top secret that we knew it was happening. They gave us the address. We walked by the, the location twice because it was so tucked away people in in town didn't know what was happening unless you wow. were invited to audition there Ooh. Ooh. so wow. we followed our silver ticket winner her name is rue norman uh silver ticket winner means that all over the country abc affiliates because idol is now on abc they got to hold these contests and we held ours uh at the state fair last summer and it was basically a singing competition and then an idol Silver ticket winner was picked. Her name is Rue Norman. She goes to the University of Northwestern. She's just an amazing young woman. And she got to audition in front of the executive producers back in October. We went down to Savannah. Hmm. So it's been quite some time. I've kind of known what's been happening behind the scenes. So uh, she got to audition. We got to see the hubbub, all the production, the cameras. I mean, it was a serious production and it was probably one of the coolest things I have witnessed so yeah okay we, we brought a story last night to five witness news and kind of her backstory but today on twin cities live we've got a longer version of what went down and it's really fun okay so first of all i have three thousand questions but i'm going to start with one okay um did you get so you said you got to be kind of around the hullabaloo yes. and i love that it was off the beaten path it wasn't like these new the or the cattle call auditions it's not of like your, what you see right mm-hmm. Did yeah. you, but did you get to see any of the judges or Ryan Seacrest? Oh, so Ryan Seacrest was not there. What? But I got to see the judges and I got to interview them. <gasps> Ooh, like Katy Perry? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Lionel Richie, and they were they were great. I feel like they have brought a fresh new twist to the show. 
they they were they're really stuck on not telling people, hey, you suck. Like one judge. Simon Collier. We can just say Cowell. names. We can name can names. We say his name. Sure. So I feel like the old seasons were all kind of about making fun of the people. You saw a lot of that happening. Mm-hmm. When I asked the judges, I said, why are you taking so long in these these auditions? Because I was I could see through like a curtain it all happening. And they were taking at least 10 minutes with each person. Now, you don't see that on TV, but each person that got to sing in front of the judges got like 10 minutes of their time. And I thought, why are you taking so much time? And they said, we want to get it right. Mm. You know, with mental health issues right now out in the public, and a lot of people are very sensitive. And we want to tell people, this isn't your time, but maybe next year is or here's what you can work on they want people to grow Mm. and not just feel so you know just beat down okay for those of you who are just tuning in that voice you hear is our friend kelly hansen you know her from twin cities live and she was actually on the set of an audition for american idol along with a minnesotan Mm -hmm. who is auditioning she auditioned she has already auditioned i can't tell you whether or not she has made it through Mm. i've signed a lot of paperwork wow but Um, when are we going to see her on the so on the program we they they didn't take any video of the silver ticket winners Mm. um the people that were at this audition were silver ticket winners there are probably 10 of them from around the country and those are people who won uh contests locally to them basically skip the line Mm -hmm. and then also invited to this audition I was at were people that had auditioned two and three times already. So they were seeing their fourth producer and then that audition could have led them to, to be in front of the judges. Wow. So go ahead, Bradley. No, I was just going to say, I like, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by the process. Mm -hmm. Sure. But what I really want to know is like, what dirt on like Katy Perry can you share that you witnessed? Does she, you know, is she like drinking a Pepsi? Is it Pepsi? Are they still sponsoring? No, I don't think they have that. I don't think they do. You know, like Pepsi, like any sort of like, you know. So what I can tell you is everyone keeps asking me who's going to be the Simon. Mm -hmm. Okay, If you watch last night, I don't really know from watching last night's episode who the Simon is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I asked two people who did get golden tickets. Who, who was your Simon? One said Lionel Richie, and one said Katy Perry. Mm. Katy, I'm. You know what? My money's on Katy Perry. I kind of agree with you. Yeah. I feel like she. Um, they all three of them have worked hard to be where they are today. All three judges, but I feel like Katy Perry. I feel like she's a little jaded. Like she's a little bitter about how things maybe happened for her, and mm-hmm. she. I don't know. I get that that feeling from her. There's like a roughness to her. Yeah. There's a little bit mm-hmm. of like. You're not going to get where you're going unless you work really, really hard for it. And what's interesting is when I interview them, they told me that 200 people will come to Hollywood. They're going to cut 100 in the first day. So they said, if you make it to Hollywood, do not unpack your bags. Wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So it's, it's I mean, brutal. It is it's brutal. Um, but they they were really adamant about wanting to get it right. And all three of them told me that they were told no so many times because they weren't ready. And mm. so they want to make sure the person they pick is ready. So, Colleen, you watched it last night. I you did. loved it or okay. no? So, and you watched it as well. And, I, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts as well. This is our friend Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live, who actually was backstage at American Idol uh, during an audition. But I... I I'm reserving my judgment. I'll be really honest. I'm in a, it, it, I can see the difference between the old idol and the mm-hmm. current idol. Um, 
I I'm not ready to say I liked it better, but I'm I'm open. So I'm kind of like I'm going to keep watching and I want to see where it goes. But I don't know that I can sign off on it 100% yet. What about you? Okay. I loved it. Oh. And I don't know if it's because I was at an audition and I I know the feeling that goes into an audition. I know um you know the families are there waiting for hours. We were there from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh wow. And the families, the people who who are waiting to see the judges, they're there the entire day as well. So I kind of feel like, oh, I, I was there, I was in it. But I love what ABC has done with it, where it feels it's it, the production value feels bigger. You know, Disney owns ABC, so it's got the Disneyfied mm-hmm. aspect going on. It, it's it just feels more like um, I'm watching an experience and I'm in the story. And they've made the people more interesting to watch. And I also loved that the first episode wasn't about making fun of every single person who walked through the doors. It felt more like uplifting versus like, oh, my God, you know, which is definitely appropriate for like, you know, the world we find ourselves in right now. People want to be more thoughtful. Exactly. Even the ones that didn't make it through, they didn't make fun of them. They they taught them something, I feel. Mm -hmm. So. I Interesting. I, just, I can't wait. It's on tonight too. So I was going to say, is it, it on uh, more this week? Like it's on Sunday and Monday, so it's on this evening. And I will say that last night, my two girls, who are five and eight, and my husband, all four of us sat and watched it together. Which you can't find a television yes. show like that these that, days. Kelly, that is exactly the thing that that I that I appreciated the most about it was mm-hmm. that my whole family could sit and watch this together, and I knew that we weren't gonna. There wasn't gonna be any. You know, weird, awkward questions. There wasn't going to be anything I had to explain away. Right. They would just watch it and they would have opinions themselves. Oh, and my, it's good, clean fun. My girls were, they said, when is this on again? I said, tomorrow night, mm. which, you know, tonight. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, yay. So we're going to watch it again tonight oh, as a family. Yeah. And this morning, my eight-year-old said, who won? And I said, well, it's, <laughs> this that's is the just thing. the beginning. Yeah. She had to go to bed. Buckle in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, it's going to be a I, long ride. I think it's, I think it's going to be a very uplifting season. And we're going to, I think we're going to find several superstars out of this. There was one last night. Her name was Alyssa. If you watched it, her name is Alyssa Ragu. She's mm-hmm. 15 years old from Orlando. She was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have, I, every hair in my body is standing up. I know. I love it. <laughs> when I think about it. Well, oh. we're certainly going to be paying attention. Yes. And uh, on Twin Cities Live today, as you yes. said, there's going to be a, an in-depth piece with, you know, your journey along with our hometown yep. hero. Yep. I'll be with Rue. And um, one more person I will mention, there's a girl named Jessica Yannick, and she is from Minnesota. She lives out in New York City right now. She ha- auditioned, and I think she does pretty well. Oh. I, I think she, I believe she goes to Hollywood. I oh. don't know that for a fact. I follow her on Instagram, and she's amazing. I knew of her a few years ago. She's with Dance for the U of M dance team. Um, but she has led on to me that she gets to Hollywood. So she could be one to watch as well. Nope. Awesome. Nice. So lots of hometown love yeah. and lots of love for you, Kelly Hansen. Oh, Thank you so Kelly. much. Thank you guys for joining us. You. you can catch uh, Kelly on Twin Cities Live doing that report we just talked about. Today now, three. when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Scientology 
has a new TV network. What the heck does that mean? We're going to find out after this on My Talk 1071. There's a new TV network coming to town, and it is the Scientology TV network. It was announced yesterday, and we're talking about it today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And I'm sure, Bradley, you saw these headlines coming out yesterday about a new network that will be the Scientology network. I it does not make any sense to me. Can you explain to me why the yeah. uh, Scientology network is now a thing? Okay, I I'll do my best to try to explain it to you, but you need to understand also that de- that details are not um they're not being very forthcoming with any details about what exactly it's going to look like. Okay. So I can tell you what I do know. What I do know is that Scientology is going to take over a channel on Direct TV and it will be available to stream via Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, iTunes and Google Play and also the website Scientology.tv. Now, if you go to Scientology.tv right now, all yeah. you're going to get is a countdown clock. And that countdown clock, as we speak right now, is currently at 5 hours and 39 minutes and a handful of seconds. Meaning, this is going to go live. This this uh, channel is going to go live this evening at 7 o'clock. So... Our time. Our time, yep. The channel, here's what I do know. The channel that they are taking over on uh, on DirecTV is going to be uh, a channel that previously was uh, an infomercial channel, meaning that throughout the day it played various infomercials, and that was really it. There was no programming really beyond that. So... What we know is that this is Scientology's response to the negative press that they've had through television, including but not limited to Going Clear, which was an HBO docu-se- or documentary, including but not limited to Leah Remini's uh, stories, A&E, special. A&E specials. Um, this is their response to that. And the way that they have built it on their Twitter, the Scientology Twitter profile, is... We're going to tell you the stories that you haven't heard about what Scientology is. Yeah, uh, and so they're trying to fight fire with fire. Well, and, and they are heavily promoting it. Yeah, and they're clearly spending you know a lot of money. Um, but for those of you who don't know, they have a lot of money, so yeah. it shouldn't come as a surprise. They're also you know steeped in Hollywood, um, using celebrities to further their message. I mean, there are all sorts of people. See. The beauty, though, I think of the time, like if this network had come out, say, 10 years ago, I would have been more concerned mm-hmm. because the world had not really woken up to the danger of Scientology. Now, when I say the world has woken up to the danger of Scientology, uh, it's still a very small part of the world. Yeah. But there is a lot more awareness now of the negative side effects or negative effects of the Church of Scientology. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When we first started talking about this, um, and when other people first started talking about the dangers of Scientology, and we really just started talking about it because other people had been talking about it, and we became fascinated, like this just seems like a story that needs to get out. Um, you know, pe- people would say, well, like, why are you picking on a particular religion? I mean, if they have weird beliefs about Xenu, who, you know, who cares? Mm-hmm. Well, then we started to read books and listen to interviews and hear from people who'd left the church about some of the, you know, uh, abuse harassment, and control and harassment, mm-hmm. abuse, physical, verbal, emotional, psychological that was, you know, being wrought upon members in the Church of Scientology that we really felt like it was important to get the word out. And so that that has since happened to a level. I think it culminated sort of with Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Um you know, that split that drew a lot of light. And mm-hmm. then you'll remember, of course, with Leah Remini's leaving the church in between, you had Lawrence Wright's huge book that was a blockbuster. And then the the daughter, not the daughter, the niece of the leader of the Church of mm-hmm. Scientology coming out with her own expose. So I feel like now I'm like, I, I, of course, I think this channel is a load of crap. Right. And propaganda for the most part. But I think most rational people at least have the fighting chance to learn that that's the case. Okay, so here's my question. Because I'm feeling conflicted. I kind of, I'm curious enough to see what this is to spend some time watching it. But I'm also scared to watch it because I'm afraid I'll get accidentally brainwashed. Okay, well, you're not going to get accidentally brainwashed because I don't (laughs) know if you know this. That's not how that works. Okay, good. And you have a brain. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, I think people will be doing Watchdog, um, you know, just like... If there are people who are a hate group, for example, uh, or people who, you know, um, are lying about the world as it is, Mm -hmm. there are always people there to fact check those who are trying to get you to believe something that's not true. Does that mean that there won't be people who are going to watch this and, you know, buy it hook, line and sinker? Of course there will. And that's a shame. But unfortunately, we live in a world where you're allowed to be stupid. Right. And I'm I'm fine with that. Insofar as they're not um, breaking the law or um, doing something, you know, unethical. Mm -hmm. So uh, just in case you are like I am interested enough to pay attention, this network, Scientology.tv is the website you can get it on. But you can also get it on uh, DirecTV if you're a DirecTV subscriber. You can get it on Roku, iTunes, Google Play, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It goes live at 7 o'clock, and you can bet that I will be paying some attention to that at some point today just to see what it's all about. Now, when we come back, we've got some celebrity D-bags for you. You're going to want to hear why Lena Dunham is a D-bag today on My Talk 107.1. All right, you guys. uh, We've been doing the throwback live at 145 for a solid week now on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at My Talk 107.1. Dot com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and um, Bradley has been raining. Um, 
wins. It's raining, man. Yeah. And um, I want to try to steal the title away from him. So will she do it, America? With no further ado, it is time for the throwback live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Alrighty then. It's throwback live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. It's not Holly. <laughs> it's Donnie today. Donnie, thanks for joining He's us. He's guest host. Now, it's always uh, been my dream to be a game show host. Yes. Now, can you explain to everybody what we're doing here with the Throwback Live at 145? Uh, we're going to play uh, a few seconds of something, uh, some audio from pop culture of years gone by. And uh, the first person who yells out their name will have an opportunity to guess what that clip is. And if you are correct, good for you. If you're incorrect, the other person will have a chance to guess. Mm-hmm. And if you're both wrong, then you're both wrong. Mm-hmm. And we'll and move on to the, the next clip. And the first person to identify three clips will win. Throwback okay. Live at 145. Oh, okay, so I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I'm nervous. Okay. Because I, I, I have to show up right now yeah you got to do it let's do this all right here is uh your first one i'm just looking at the answer okay here we go bradley trainer that's pac-man yes that is pac-man colleen i can't see your face because of where you're sitting it's a good thing what your face looks like it's a good thing Mm -hmm. is there a stink eye happening no it's more like sour sour (laughs) sadness sour puss Yeah, I w- knew that one in my head. I Why didn't, didn't you just say it then? I'm trying to be in a calm zen space. Okay. And uh, it, can it's I just suggest you try another okay, strategy? Fine, 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 fine. Okay, let's go. All right, here is <laughs> point for Bradley. Number two. Bradley Train. Uh, I'm sorry. Bradley was the first to scream out his name I'm annoyingly. Sorry too. That's Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan. The, the Johnny Weissmuller. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Weissmuller. He was not my favorite Tarzan. You know who my favorite Tarzan was? Oh, Rod Ely. Buster Crab. Oh, that's before. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely hotter. Than oh, you. God. You, you remember Rod Ely was the TV Tarzan? No, I didn't. Okay, never mind then. Okay. All right, here is your third one. <laughs> I'm so mad if at Bradley you. gets this, this game's over. All right, here we go. Bradley Train. Bradley. You were first. What is that? That's the Beatles. More specifically, uh, I want to hold your hand. Uh, more specifically, the Beatles. Their first performance in the United States on Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. I feel like you let him right into that. No, no, I was looking. He had to give me the complete answer. I wasn't going to give him a partial credit. Okay, do, do it. Do Get the, the gloating out of the way. Oh, I'm not do, gloating. Do you do the other ones just for fun, or did we stop here? Well, we've never had this scenario, we've never, Donnie. Uh, we've never had me really uh, stink up the joint like this. Wow, because there's a lot of time left. Well, let's do the other two, and Colleen, <laughs> I will... Um... Oh, no, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. Don't, don't graciously allow no, don't do me to what guess do you want first. Me to do? <laughs> we're going to play like we're playing, and I just know you won, and so I'm going to be angry, and I'm okay. going to be right. angry. Go. All right, here we go. Oh, Bradley Trainer. Yep. Colleen, what is wrong what with you? What was that? Jeopardy. 
Yeah, that was the, Jeopardy? That's the theme from Jeopardy. Can you play, play that play again? Yeah, the theme as opposed to... Dee, 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 dee. That's not the same thing. Here we that's go. Theme. Oh, that's oh. not it. Nope. Today, Bob Jeopardy. Smith tries to maintain his lead over Kali Lindstrom. I'm <laughs> angry. I'm angry about that one. That is not. That is a deep track, and that is That's not the fair. Beginning. It's start like right, it goes into. Do, 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 do. No, nobody knows that. Nobody knows that uh, song. Knew it. Wow, he glows. I know. He? Oh, Donnie, trust me. Well, I know. I'm supposed to go. Mm, I'm sorry for well, me. You could be more humble about it. Oh, yeah, okay. no, he. That is no humility. Okay, not sorry. a thing. Well, here's, okay. Here's the all right. Line. All right. Fine. 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 Here we go. Chocolate Rain by What is Chocolate Rain? Day. Bradley, oh, come on. Chocolate, chocolate Rain. I don't I Play that again. We got to we got to jam yeah, on that. Okay. Mhm. But jam. Chocolate Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Some stay dry and others I would not have known that. Sorry. When you heard Tazan Day starting yeah. the song, so don't you feel a little bit better, Colleen? Uh, yeah, I what, do because there was one, one that he would have never gotten. No. I'm still mad though, and I'm going to bring this question to management. <laughs> I do not think that that Jeopardy one was fair at Why? all. Why not? Because that's not the song. But that's I knew not, it. What if you knew it's it? It's the opening theme. That's what. That's it the says. beginning of the, the, theme, the theme, not the no. one where they asked the final Jeopardy. But question. nobody knows that, yeah, that's and that's not, not the fair. Point of the contest. Donnie, don't know. Listen, don't Colleen, you take his side. It doesn't side. matter. I still would have won. I'm, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, did st- I actually did win before that answer. <laughs> but I knew all the other ones. But you didn't answer. I know. Do you know how I, this game works? I do. Yeah. I just, you know what? I'm going to need to practice at home. Okay. Stop it. When we do, when I do beach. Stop it. Oh, Colleen. <laughs> you know what? If you were winning right now, you'd be tap dancing on my face. Yeah, but it's not Gosh. happening. And so that. Okay. So when it does, what are you going to do? I'm going to tap dance on your face. Okay. Then what's the problem? I was going to. You said I didn't win. You to talk for a second. I, I was going to show you an example of something that Lori said was way too hard when we played oh, Beach Shazam. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, let's okay. do it. On Friday. So okay. I've got a. Okay. Uh, you find. Uh, you do. Do you, Donnie? Okay. So if you're just joining us, by the way, I just won my sixth. Uh, oh my gosh, stop. He's trying to do it without smiling and gloating. Go. Just gloat. That's not gloating. No, I'm let proud the of my performance. Voice. You can hear yeah, the it's in there. <laughs> I'm just happy that I got it. And also, <laughs> we should just point out, this was today was the worst because it was a shutout. Yeah. You have not had a shutout yet. So no, you've I've usually been performing been able, better than I did today. You usually have been able to get in two. Um, mm-hmm. I've come from behind on more than one occasion, mm-hmm. but today was the first time that you... Uh, all right, we're almost out of time here. Okay. Uh, where's the? I like the sound of your voice. Um, hold on. I have no idea what that is. The sound of your voice. Ah! What the heck is? Hold it? on, no, I know. Music is not good for me. I I will lose every time. I mean, I didn't beat Shazam. I can tell you that right now. But. They, oh. they, they thought this was too hard. Come and let that loosen your lips. Oh, okay. There we go. You know. What, I, who, what okay. the hit song uh, is that, come though? On, come on, get higher. Ah, oh, who is that? Matt Nathan's. Gosh dang it. I would uh, have no idea. All right, we're out of here. We'll be back. Thank you, Donnie. On my deck 1071. Thanks, Donnie.
that the celebrities can get up to behaving badly. And we know it here, too, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And we like to call out those celebrities, and we call them a very specific name. And that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. So, I'm a millennial, and my name is Lena Dunham, and I am a D-Bag today. So, I saw a headline, and I had hope for the world. And the headline was, Lena Dunham on authenticity. Quote, I hope that this is maturing. What? So, the (laughs) article is all about how Lena showed up for a um, uh, panel at South by Southwest in Austin. That's where, you know, fancy... Uh, she hipster tech types go mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we're so fabulous. We're on the cutting edge. Well, she gave a panel titled Authenticity in the Media in 2018. And I thought, oh, so she's like turning a new leaf and she's going to try to be more authentic. <laughs> and then I realized very quickly that even when uh, Gwyneth, look at oh, me. Oh my gosh. Even when Lena Dunham is um, trying to be a genuine human being, she is the most insufferable human being right okay yes and what did she say so let me just read some of the things that she said to you because okay for those of you who don't know we've given her a lot of crap because she just she has had a bad go of things you'll remember she every time she opens her mouth colleen Mm -hmm. she puts her foot in and she Mm -hmm. doesn't even put a foot in she puts like a like a what? Like a Birkenstock? Not a Birkenstock. People don't do that anymore, right? So it'd be like a Tom's shoe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a Tom's it's shoe. It's some environmentally a, yeah. friendly shoe in her For mouth. For sure. So most recently, you'll remember the shoe that she stuck in her mouth had to do with like defending her like uh, sexually assaulting co-worker. co-worker. Yeah. She's like, well, a lot of sometimes people lie. And this man clearly wasn't part of the problem because he's our friend. This is a and woman who's like, I'm dumb. I should have learned my lesson. I didn't. A but woman who's I'm not I- perfect. Identifying with the Me Too movement that says we listen to women when they accuse somebody of sexual harassment and then her coworker did it or was accused of it. And she decided to speak for everybody and say, I don't believe this. And, and, um, and she says, like, look, I've gotten in my own way. I've really been kind of like always like I don't always have to be commenting on like the biggest issues of the day because then, you know, I make myself part of the problem. And that sounded very uplifting. But mm-hmm. then I hear words like this. <clears throat> this is Lena Dunham talking about being authentic. <sighs> Quote, I think authenticity comes in many forms. And it doesn't just have to be that you didn't just do your hair right. People confuse authentic with the what? idea of messy or broken. And I think... um Anna Winter is authentic, and she's had that hair for a long time. Um, what is she talking? Is this Kim Kardashian? I mean, you could swap out that quote, and it would, and say it was Kim Kardashian who said it, and that would make sense too. And not only that, but like the the this whole notion that authentic authenticity is relative. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, Neither do I. You're either authentic or you're not. But like, even in trying to be more authentic, she is so completely up her own behind. <laughs> it's so hard to understand what she's actually trying to get to. She said, um, now I find myself wanting to slow down and think about how I can give other women the platform that was given to me, how I can speak through my work. And I hope that 
you know, this is maturing. I think it is, but I'm still going to wear my hair like this. What does her hair have to do with anything? I don't know. Why is she obsessed with that? Because she has ugly hair and she's doing it on purpose to make you think that she's being more authentic because she has messy hair. I don't I don't understand her. I mean, I don't understand her. It makes me angry that I do know what she's saying because but what she's saying is so like fake and contrived. That you're able to translate it. I'm going to go to this panel on authenticity with a disheveled top knot and I am going to show them what it means to be authentic. But just know that Anna Winter is authentic too. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel and she's had that crazy you know helmet hair for years but we can both be authentic because we're women and we have power and we need to not let the patriarchy take power over our uterine uh vocal cords oh my gosh by the way please write down uterine vocal cords because that is amazing this you know lena dunham listen i can't begrudge her this but but I do feel like Lena Dunham is the example of somebody who maybe reached a peak of fame um, and and felt that that made her important and made her voice. Oh, for sure. You know, I, that is that's that I think is part of what happened and why she believes that we all need to stand at attention when she talks. Um, well, but um, there's but very no, little substance actually, in there. And now I'm going to now I'm just going to. This is like uh, privileged millennials. I'm not talking about most millennials, so please don't write hateful emails. Um, I was a, you know, I was a millennial at one point in my own life. We all were. It's just Mm -hmm. that you guys got, you know, you guys had to have your own fancy name for it. It's called youth. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm talking about privileged youth. Like when you become famous at a certain um, point in your psychological development, Mm -hmm. it affects you for the rest of your life in ways that are not helpful to you. Right. It like arrests you. I mean, so she's sort of eternally an early 20 something. And especially because of the way she achieved her fame, you know, the way that she because she created this this show that spoke to a whole generation, which is not in and of itself a bad thing. But it has given her the maybe false impression that because of that, everything she has to share is important and necessary for all of us to hear and then abide with. And I just don't, I find her to be mostly insufferable. Thank you. I agree. Thank you. Uh, I have a D-bag too. You want oh. to My D-bag is the people of the internet, specifically Twitter. Oh. Yeah, really um, a portion of them. Those that went after Ellen Pompeo in the wake of the news, the two pretty well-known members of the Grey's Anatomy cast did not renew their contracts. So this was news that came out last week. Grey's Anatomy, which is now um, partially... Anyway, two characters from Grey's Anatomy did not renew their contract. People who watch Grey's Anatomy, which Bradley, you would say is just me, 
are are understandably yeah. sort of sad that Sarah Drew and Jessica Capshaw, two actresses, are not going to be on the show anymore. Okay. Well, Twitter decided to take out their anger on Ellen Pompeo, who plays the the headline role or the title role of Meredith Grey in Grey's Anatomy. It has for all of the seasons. I mean, she has been on that show since the dawn of time. Okay. They went to her and were telling her that they were angry with her because of her part in the decision. Well, she said that was all above my pay grade. I have nothing to do with that. Then they were coming at her because they felt like her messages over Twitter were too little too late. Uh, and they continued to to kind of berate her as though she was the one that had made this decision. Now, the reason why they were confused about that and thought maybe she would have made that decision is because she is currently... Uh, she is so highly paid on Grey's Anatomy because she negotiated the most amazing deal uh, when she had her contract negotiation um, that people make the mistake of thinking that she is in charge of some of those casting decisions. Um, She is listed, I believe, as a producer and director on, on a number of different episodes of the show. But she is not the person who decided to pull the plug on those women's careers. And she came back to the people who were the dissenting voices and said, listen, you guys have all got this wrong and there's nothing I apparently can say to take this away. But people are just angry and they don't know how to manage it. Your first mistake, I don't mean you, I just mean anybody, uh, is to take nothing on Twitter seriously. Or I should say the first mistake is that people take things on Twitter seriously. People, There are people for whom it is their sole purpose and there are also bots for whom it is uh, their sole purpose to uh, troll. Mm-hmm. And so I always get so frustrated when people stop to address, like, like if you need to correct the record because a journalist, for example, got mm-hmm. it wrong. Okay, good. That makes sense, right? Correct mm-hmm. the, the truth. But Twitter is so awash. I mean, sure, it's fine to come out and, and address it, but I just feel like it doesn't do anything to stop that behavior. Right. It certainly doesn't do anything to discourage it. In fact, it encourages those people because now they have gotten a celebrity to stop what he or she is doing and address their particular concerns, which are invalid. Mm-hmm. It's like you it it's like if somebody Here's what I always think of. I shouldn't say I always, but here's what I think of occasionally. It's as if you were walking down the street and you could read people's minds and people saw you and went, God, that is an ugly person. I wonder why he decided to leave the house wearing those pants. Those are some, uh, I bet he got those pants from a, from a dumb person. And you felt obligated to be like, no. Actually, I got those pants from a really smart person and I look fabulous. And how dare you like stop? You're just slowing yourself down. Right. Right. You don't have to. You know what? And those people will exist regardless. Yeah, that's true. And and I and I do get the feeling like with this story, Ellen Pompeo, bless her heart. She wants the message to be clear that that. You know, she's not the bad guy in the situation, but telling it to one or two people isn't going to change the minds of the others who are not in the mood to inform themselves. Yeah. You see what I mean? And it's like uh, it's it's such a small microcosm of the bigger. And also, honestly, so what Ellen Pompeo, if people think that you. Yeah. 
I mean, I got news for you. People go through life and think all sorts of inappropriate things. My job in life has always been to avoid knowing what those people think I, because it will slow me down. Right. And uh, I don't have time for it. You know, when people say, would you ever want to be able to read other people's minds? Like, would you yeah, want that? No. Yeah, no, I want to be invisible, but yeah. I do not want to read people's I minds. I do want to be invisible because then you can <laughs> see naked ladies. When you were growing up, I feel up, like I don't even know you at all right now. No, didn't you ever like when you were a kid? You're like, I want to be invisible that I could see naked people. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> welcome to my world. When we come back, you guys, it's a fresh week. Bradley is uh, still reigning supreme with five wins ah! on the Throwback Live at 145. Make we're going to see six. if I can kick him off the throne today with the Throwback Live at 145 with our very special guest host. I'll let you wait and see who our guest host is today on My Talk 107.